ladies, non-binary pals, and assorted allies. Are we ready for round two of celebrating women in music? Okay, honey, get ready. We're going to go back in. We're going to go, go, go. That was Pin by Yeah Yeah Yeahs, fronted by the awesome art punk weirdo, Carino. And this is episode number 34 of Comics Youth Radio Presents Lockdown at the Disco. I am your host, Amy Roberts, beaming in from the ungodly streets of Fairfield in Kensington. Um, I'm actually sat at my desk today recording this for the first time in a long time. Thank you. Thank you for the applause. Yes, I am also happy for my back and my posture. Um, And today's episode is part two of our celebration of women in music. Um, Like last time, we're here to blast our fave tunes by women and non-binary musicians from past and present who have smashed barriers, fought for their rightful place within the industry, and left massive influential statements with their work. And as ever, we want to pay particular celebration to women who identify as LGBTQIA+, and to women from the BAME community. Uh, We're also going to be chatting about women in music and going a little more in-depth about some of the artists that we're playing today and why they're on the playlist. As a heads up, we recommend today's episode be listened to by young people aged 13 plus. Um, This episode will at times be delving into issues of bodily and sexual autonomy and may not be suitable for younger listeners, so parental discretion is advised. Um, Like last week, we'll also be doing our absolute best to avoid issues and language of a triggering nature, though we are discussing some of the barriers faced by marginalised women in society and within the music industry. As a final disclaimer, a couple of songs on today's playlist do also feature some mature language 
and themes. Uh, this is obviously a one-off whilst we discuss some deeper subject matter, um, and our next few episodes should hopefully be a little more suitable for younger listeners. We'll try our best. We always do. We always try our best. Um, but sometimes, you know, we just have to go deep on a subject, and uh, that involves, you know, we're spilling some tea up in here today, people. We're spilling some hot, hot tea, and uh, that comes with a content disclaimer sometimes. Uh, today's episode has been put together uh, with the help, as ever, of our Safe Spaces gang, um, but also particular props to uh, local, uh, very talented local music writer, Megan Walder, who has been making some really cool pieces of work for our Safe Spaces trail here at Comics Youth. Um, Megan has been so kind as to pick a few songs for today's episode, which you'll hear throughout the show. Um, and this is her first request, uh, which was also incidentally requested by Rosa. Um, of this band, Megan says, lead singer Fee Booth is a powerhouse. As a part of the LGBTQIA community, she is unapologetically herself. They were the support for the first gig I ever reviewed, and I've seen them bloom ever since. This is Coke by Blocks.
a honey cloud of a song that was black dog by arlo parks and it was also picked by megan who says that the song is quote a tale of depression that has infiltrated the mainstream i'm so happy that's not right let me start that again (laughs) oh boy let me tell you Uh, And it was also picked by Megan, who says that the song is a tale of depression that has infiltrated the mainstream. I'm so excited for her debut album and for her gig at the Arts Club in Liverpool whenever it can happen. Um, I think loads of us are currently sitting on gig tickets that were meant to have taken place last year and which are just like hanging in rescheduling limbo at the moment um i have about three left um from a stack uh, which have just been dwindled away at um which haven't been cancelled at this point and these gigs just keep getting moved further and further back and back um i think de la soul have given us about five different rescheduled dates (laughs) at this point bless them um we live in hope anyway that the vaccine gets distributed properly by this um i'm trying to avoid insults by this government and that live music makes a comeback at some point uh maybe in the latter half of 2021 fingers crossed fingers crossed um but back to arlo parks anyways um katie hayes who is a big part of our safe spaces crew also suggested arlo parks was on twitter as one of her favorite trailblazing women in music at the current moment and Arlo's debut album, the beautifully titled Collapsed in Sunbeams, was released at the end of last week and it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, exactly what 2021 ordered, to be honest. Um, Galdam published a really wonderful interview with Arlo Parks 
ahead of the album's release last week too, which I highly recommend you all read. Um, We'll pop a link in the show notes for you so you can find it easy. Um, And in that interview, she talks about her vast cultural influences, which include everyone from King Cruel to Bright Eyes and My Chemical Romance to Nirvana and Frank Ocean. Um, And she also talks about her love of poetry. You know, she cites black feminists and lesbian trailblazers like Pat Parker, Adrienne Rich and Audre Lorde, alongside the beat masters like uh, Ginsberg and Burroughs as art that she loved as a teenager, which, quote, felt really human and focused on small details. Um, and I love, I love reading about, you know, what influences different artists. And I, I like that idea of the unexpected um, and kind of breaking stereotypes too. Um, and I think you can actually hear a lot of those influences that she mentions just in that one song alone, to be honest, you know, I can definitely hear elements of Bright Eyes and even King Cruel (laughs) in there. And there's definitely, you know, that rhythm to it that can be found in poetry where the words are the focal points and the drive and the heart of the piece. Um, As a bisexual black woman, Arlo provides some fresh representation for queer people of colour and she told Galdam that that's obviously important to her because in terms of such representation for her growing up, quote, there wasn't really a wide range, especially in alternative music, so it's amazing to be that for other people. Um, And one person who doesn't get nearly enough kudos or celebration for providing this kind of representation within alternative music um, at least in my opinion, is Skin from Skunkanancy. Um, on top of being a queer black woman in alternative music, and openly and proudly so as well, um, she's also by far got one of the most commanding voices in musical history. And that's that's not hyperbole. It is not exaggeration. Um, her voice is... I don't even have the words, like, she has such range and such character and such emotion to her voice and, like, just one of the best all-time vocalists, in my opinion. Um, and Skunk and Nancy were a heavy alternative band in the 90s um, who were kind of more mainstream than a lot of their, like, indie uh, peers which I think kind of went against them a little bit sometimes. As, you know, that whole, like, sellout thing, as if that matters. Like, get your money, honey. Jeez, you know what I mean? Like, I know so many indie bands that are struggling, and it's like, well, at least you have your morals, you know what I mean? Like, if you have a chance to make money off what you love, do it. My goodness. Um. Anyway, <laughs> she's going off on one again. Uh, yeah, and they, like... There was a heavy alternative band in the 90s and they explored a great deal of issues within their music regarding youth culture, identity, sexuality, and even, you know, social issues that were impacting on that generation, like addiction. Um, But because of that, I feel that Skin's talent was just written off because she was a queer black woman making heavy music uh, within a mainstream setting and that just didn't fit the role that society tends to want black women to fit into, you know, particularly in the 90s, that idea that black women have to be palatable 
and polite and marketable and grateful for the opportunity. You know what I mean? Um, And Skin didn't care about any of that. You know, she would charge out there in the most outrageous, boldest, most beautiful outfits and celebrate herself and her talent. And she would refuse to be ignored and refuse to make herself smaller for people or more easier for the mainstream to digest. And I just, like, I just absolutely adore her. And any opportunity I get to wave my little flag for this woman, I do, because I just think she's phenomenal. And she remains a one-of-a-kind rock star talent. And my goodness, honestly, just listen to this voice, will ya? There are few voices in music which can stack up to this. Uh, This is um, the ridiculously named Charlie Big Potato by Skunk and Nancy. Uh, Make sure that you enjoy this one nice and loud, won't you?
so good. That was my goth wife, <laughs> Chelsea Wolf, <laughs> with 16 Psyche from her ridiculously good uh, 2017 album, His Spun. Um, Wolf is one of those witchy women, uh, but like a good one, not like Alana Del Rey one. <laughs> No shade, no shade, Alana Del Rey. Um, and she is just so talented and just emanates this incredible ethereal power. Um, and his spun is much heavier than her usual sound, which uh, is usually quite dark and brooding still, but it's very delicate and thoughtful and atmospheric. Um, Chelsea Wolfe is a phenomenal songwriter and performer and if you like your music a little dark like that, then definitely explore her back catalogue. Um, and you'll probably just be dyeing your hair black by the end of it, because uh, that she's like that, you know. Every time I listen to her, I'm like, shall I go back to having black hair again? And I can hear my mother screaming from across Liverpool, like, Amy, please, not again. Uh, <laughs> Black is a hard colour to get out of your hair, folks. Uh, anyway, now we are gonna... <laughs> we're gonna delve back into celebrating some women in hip-hop um, who have really made massive public statements uh, with their music and occasionally been a little controversial for it too. Because uh, you know what folk are like um, with that kind of thing. Um... You know, finding controversy where there is none, really, an outrage where there is none. Um, people don't like women with opinions, it seems, um, and society especially doesn't seem to enjoy black women with opinions. Um, so, on that note, I'm going to play some amazing black women with some very big opinions. Uh, this next band I'm going to play are one of the most influential mainstream hip-hop acts of all time and there's salt and pepper um now what i love about them is that uh they really love to explore gender dynamics in their music and they were particularly outspoken against double standards and everyday casual sexism um and microaggressions you know in music and within um, their local community and the music scene of the 90s. Um, but they were also a band who weren't afraid to explore their sexuality in a very open way and to engage with what that meant as three black women in the mainstream public eye. And their approach to openly talking about sex, particularly at a time when the AIDS crisis was at its peak, you know, and yet legitimate education was still so hard to come by regarding it. Um, it was revolutionary for music that was getting played on mainstream radio. Salt and Pepper were direct in talking about it and being like, let's chat about this. Why aren't we chatting about this? Why are we like hiding sex? Why aren't we making it open for everyone? Um, you know, and Salt and Pepper had the attitude that not talking about sex was dangerous not only in terms of personal health and well-being, but on a societal level too. So they encouraged conversation and education in order to empower people and to create safer consensual environments for sexuality to be explored within. And this song I'm going to play here is a phenomenal anthem for that. 
It's about sexual and bodily autonomy, and it challenges ideas regarding double standards within society, but also the idea, um, which we ran a whole campaign about in Safe Spaces last year, that your body and what you do with it is nobody else's business. So as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, then your body is yours, honey. Keep your dialogues open, have conversations, discuss consent, and stay safe. That's what Salt and Pepper preached, and I believe it's something that we should continue to preach in terms of sex education in an open way uh, to this day. So let's carry on with that, shall we? This is None of Your Business by Salt and Pepper, and... The language gets a little fruity, so uh, content disclaimer on this one, but it's a pure belter. I hope you love it. What's the matter with your life? Why you gotta mess with mine? Don't keep sweating what I do, cause I'm gonna be just fine. Check it out if I wanna take a guy. Somebody's clocking, so ask me nothing, will you just leave me alone? Never mind, who's the guy that I took home to bone? Okay, Miss Thing, never giving up skins. If you don't like him or his friends, what about that Ben? Your pet pep's got a ill rep with all that macaroni trap for rap. You better step, or better yet, get your head checked. Cause I refuse to be played like a fitness and trick deck of cards. No, I ain't hard like the bitches on a boulevard. My face ain't scarred and I don't dance in bars.
is, who are you to judge? There's only one true judge and that's God. So chill and let my by MIA, another phenomenal woman who is mostly known for her music. Um, But all in all, MIA is first and foremost an activist who uses her music as a platform with which to explore some often very hard to listen to social, political and philosophical issues. You know, she's uh, not afraid of being extremely provocative with her music and exploring things that, um, you know, Britain and the US 
would rather not pay attention to or acknowledge. Uh, so a lot of respect to her for that. Um, MIA is always controversial and, you know, there has been times that she has maybe said things that we might not always agree with, but gotta give props to a woman of colour, but in particular, who isn't afraid to speak her mind and challenge society like MIA does. Um, And Paper Planes is by far her most well-known and beloved track, but she's got so, so many awesome tunes worth digging into as well. Um, But I'm playing that one because it's still so groundbreaking to me that MIA managed to make this anti-capitalist anthem about the dangers of colonization and the hell that immigrants are unnecessarily forced into. Um, And she made that into such a massive mainstream hit, like (laughs) just snuck it in there, you know, and it became this anthem. Um, And granted, like the true meaning of the song was likely lost on a lot of people who probably just loved it for its beats, uh, you know, as Andre 3000 says uh, in the lyrics to Hey Ya, you know, you don't want to hear me, you just want to dance. Yeah, like, I think people loved how unique the song sounds, and it's like jagged production style, but maybe weren't paying too much attention to the lyrics or letting the lyrics sink in properly. Um, But over the years since it was released in the early 2000s, people have gradually woken up to what Paper Planes actually is about and how it continues to relate to how difficult um, it is for immigrants to get their papers and their rights to live in a place um, and to do so safely. Um, And it continues to be a massive fight for immigrants. Um, It's possibly even worse now than it was back then which is harrowing, absolutely harrowing, um, that this is, you know, I don't know what it is about our governments uh, here and in the US in particular that we like to destroy foreign lands and then not offer help or support to the people who want help from those places. They would just rather kill those people and they would just rather... Uh, you know, demonize them in the media um, and make the people, you know, that live in those countries turn against them um, instead of turning against their government, which is what we should all be doing, actually. But that's something else entirely. I don't want to get put on a list about uh, trying to get a revolution on the go. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to move right along. Anyway, the song Paper Planes is renowned for how it uses gunshot sound effects um, as as part of its core chorus beat. Um, But it's also obviously been controversial for that. Um, You know, there are some people who at least initially were like, isn't this glamorizing guns and violence Um, without really taking in the true meaning of the song? Um, speaking to the Daily Beast, MIA stated that she added these in because it's something that she herself is familiar with and stated, quote, if you're an immigrant, you left somewhere and most of the time you fled a war. Gun sounds are a part of our culture as an everyday thing. If you've been exposed to gunfights and violence and bombs and war, then I can use those sounds backing my thoughts, you know? Look, 
I've been shot at, so I'm quite comfortable with gunshot sounds. If you have a problem with it, go and talk to the people who are shooting at me. Oh, I love her. Um, there's actually a really terrific documentary about MIA that you can watch on Netflix at the moment called Matangi Maya MIA, which I hugely recommend. Um, and next up, we have a band requested by Rosa who says the first time she heard any of their music, she was like, whoa, are girls allowed to do this? Heck, yes, they are, Rosa. <laughs> you know better now, though, don't you? Uh, this is Deeply Unlovable by The Empty Page.
rooms and the naughty hands in your mate's rent's bedroom. Telling you, remember not washing for a week or two, and the neighbours said that they hated you. Cause newsflash, at you. Don't tell me one more time how I've been trashing your bedtime. I hear you knock, knock, knock on the door and you let me know. It was another amazing pick by Megan who says about it, Mr. 10pm Bedtime is a battle between some of my favourite women in the music industry. Girlie is an advocate of being whoever you want to be, using her TikTok to share amazing women and their achievements in a cisgender male-dominated world. The Tuts are a three-piece who came to my attention through their Solidarity Not Silence activism campaign and legal defence fund. Along with petrol girls, they have poured their profits into fighting a legal battle after being accused of defamation of character when they outed a man's treatment of women within their small musical community. They have sidelined their career progression to ensure that the world becomes that bit safer for the marginalised voices who come after them. Thanks for that, Megan. Um, We touched upon this last episode too, that there is still a lot of work to be done within the music industry concerning issues like this. It happens within grassroots DIY music communities, like the one that Petrol Girls and the Tuts came out of, Um, and it also happens much higher up uh, within mainstream music. And the main messaging that always comes out of this is, believe women. And we'll add on to that to say, believe marginalised people. Because the way in which women are often ignored or not believed or are brushed aside when they raise complaints or accusations against men concerning their conduct and behaviour and treatment of women 
is something that fits in across the board with how every marginalized person is spoken over and not taken seriously or has their own accusations and complaints just swatted away or belittled. Um, it's something that we can even see within something like Black Lives Matter. You know, that's a campaign that was forced to spring up and to maintain life and to get louder and bigger each time because black voices weren't being listened to and they weren't being taken seriously when complaints and accusations were raised. And, you know, even when there was cold, hard evidence that could prove that these accusations were and continue to be legit, um, you know, so very much this whole idea of believing marginalized people, this is an intersectional issue. Um, you know, it happens time and time again. It happens in small communities and it might be something that you will see yourself. Um, and while obviously, uh, we might not get too far by simply shutting people down and shutting people out as maybe not always the best response, but we should first and foremost always believe marginalized people, give them the benefit of the doubt you know, there are more marginalized people telling the truth about these things than there are lying about it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got that morning husk on me today. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, just that reminder, believe women, believe non-binary people, believe marginalized communities and support them look out for one another, raise concerns about behavior as and when you become aware of it. It is all of our responsibilities to flag things up that we think might not be quite right. And sometimes we have to address that directly with the person who could be at fault. Sometimes people aren't aware that they are causing harm to another person or that they are speaking incorrectly or you know they're contributing to a toxic environment. Sometimes people are aware and they just don't care and you have to find that middle ground and we don't get anywhere by not talking about it within our own communities. So speak up, make conversations, uh, don't be afraid to address things and let's all work together to create safer communities and inclusive communities. Uh, and now I'm off my soapbox for another day, folks. Um, this next artist is someone that Megan describes as an up-and-coming artist who will bloom in the next few years and says that this track is, quote, all about perspective and attempting to find your place. Um, which, you know, that philosophy never gets old, quite frankly. Um, this is If I Were You by Claude. <laughs> If I were you, I'd drive 90 in my Subaru, match my outfits with my hair too, block my calls just to mess with you. Everybody else thinking I'm a better 
dreamy password change by olivia dean which is the last of megan's picks for today's episode and she said of the song password change is about an argument the narrator has with her partner she struggles to find her place in terms of where his priorities are and their journey of learning one another's love languages all hidden in the guise of a metaphor and it's so good I love that song. Um, And that brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, This is a reminder that we are currently recruiting for this year's Safe Spaces Gang. 
uh, where you can do all sorts of creative work, get published, and learn new skills within an inclusive and supportive marginalized community. Um, This year, we're going to be running media campaigns, making issues number two of our newspaper, working on a bi-monthly zine, developing an art trail. Um, We're doing everything. So if you're age 13 to 25 and like the sounds of that, you can find out more info about it by checking out our website, comicsyouth.co.uk forward slash safe dash spaces dash 2021. Crucially, we're also giving lockdown at the disco a bit of a shiny old glow up with your help. Um, we're recruiting a young production team to help me out here with produ- uh, podcast production on the show. So if you're age 13 to 25, and would like some experience with any part of the podcast production process from curating playlists, um, researching for fun nuggets of trivia that we can read out during the show, writing scripts, or even recording your own segments for episodes, um, then come and get involved. You can find out more information about that by checking out our website, comicsyouth.co.uk forward slash disco team. No experience is necessary because yours truly We'll be giving pep talks and training and mentorship the whole way. Um, And uh, moving on, our next episode is a super exciting one. And it marks the start of a series of real awesome ones celebrating LGBTQIA plus history month throughout February. We have some extra special treats in store for that, but we are starting with an episode exploring LGBTQIA plus history in music. So if there's a particular LGBTQIA plus artist you want to hear for that episode who you think contributed in major ways to the community and to the music industry, then get in touch with me to tell me about them, amy at comicsyouth.co.uk. Or if you're on our Safe Spaces Discord, then you can pop your request into the radio sub channel on there. But until then, remember, everything is not cool, but it can be. Stay safe, stay sassy, and my goodness, stay cool, cool thing. And let's continue our attempts at trying to liberate us girls and non-binary folk from white male corporate oppression. This is Cool Thing by Sonic Youth, and this is Amy Roberts singing along and signing off. Bye!
I don't wanna I don't think so 